Harvest Concept Podcast, where we talk about martial arts and its connection to mind, body, and spirit wellness. I'm Sarah Schweitzer. And I'm Justin Martin. Nice to be here with you, sir. <laughs> nice to be here again. And um, so I, I think this would be a fun conversation. Uh, and let's, let's keep it lighthearted. Uh, but also I'm going to ask some crazy questions about it. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about our first conversation about the Korean wave, right? So this pop culture phenomenon that's happening bringing light to the Korean culture. Um, and uh, I think that you're probably, no, you're not my only friend. I, I know one other girl that is really into K-pop stuff. Uh, but you're one of the only ones that's really kind of dug into this. And so I, I want to hear why this has happened for you. Mm. And then I'll also explain why I'm into it and what I take from it and then then I'll bring up some crazy questions okay all right so just tell me like why how did you get into watching Korean dramas Mm -hmm. and getting kind of involved in that sense of it I mean I have to blame Netflix okay I mean I think that something in my algorithm of whatever I was watching Mm -hmm. made Korean soap operas I guess that's what they are romantic comedies Mm -hmm. come to the and it's possible that they I don't know you know how long that they've Netflix has been caring Um, but I'm always looking for something to to watch that I can binge I don't Mm -hmm. get to watch a a lot of television uh, but when I do I like to watch a lot of television in like how, big chunks. How do you watch it? Like when you're watching mm-hmm. a Korean drama, like do you mm-hmm. turn on subtitles? Do you watch it in oh, the original yes. language? Yeah. Yes. I so yes. I think we've had subtitles, uh, closed caption mm-hmm. on our TV for a very on for a very long time. Uh, okay. I don't remember. I think maybe it started when we had our first child, and you know we had to like maybe watch something with the volume turned down. But some at some point in time. Our TV had closed caption on, and we've never left it. Ne- never left it. Mm. So, I find that yes, I'll be cooking or something, and I'll you know use it. So, reading closed caption is been something that I have been doing for quite some time, and so you know transitioning to something where they were speaking in another language. Mm-hmm. I also prefer even like documentaries or things where I don't like it when they do the dub. I don't right. like, I think that their voices clearly do not match the person. Right. I, and I'm sure that person is doing like a great job in the dub, but I, it always feels weird and I don't mind reading. And, and so all those things, I also, you know, like, um, the the translation so you know what's interesting is like when you read mm-hmm. you know the the that's not, that is someone's translation so right. oftentimes um, in foreign language and mm-hmm. in particularly I think in Korean mm-hmm. someone will say the same word right. but the translation will be different right and it is reflecting. So you learn things about the language in a way that you, I don't think that you, I mean, I'm sure that they would discuss this, but, Mm -hmm. you know, someone is saying a word and the point is that depending on who they're using that word with, how they're using that word, even their, like, 
their tone, mm-hmm. that it changes the meaning. And I love that about right. language. I love that about that you have this, yes, it's a word, but depending on how I say it, who I say it to, even mm-hmm. in English, you know, we use words um, in different ways. Right. And so depending on who I'm saying it to and how I'm saying it, um, yes. So changes it. The context it does. of it, it right? It does. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, bong. Bong means multiple things in the Korean language. And then even more specifically to what we do as Hamido people, it means direction. So who bong nog sul is backward direction fall. Or um, the uh, bong kwan sul, so defense against punch. Uh, then the that that word has multiple meanings. So the same thing, han, has multiple meanings, right, to the Korean people. And so you're exactly right that that's something that you learn in context when you're watching these shows. Mm-hmm. I, that's something that I've kind of enjoyed picking up on also watching it. When you when you watch, so you talk about liking the binge. I'm very similar that uh, I don't have a whole lot of time to watch TV, but sometimes I just want to sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. This morning I just want to sit down and be kind of mindless. Sometimes I'm really into it. I really want to watch like what I'm watching. And I feel like when I'm watching these Korean shows mm-hmm. that... Uh, I, I have to pay attention, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not something that I can just turn on and, like, work on my computer or whatever. Yes. I have to be involved yes. in the show and yes, pay attention to it. Yes, I have to, to read. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's reading involved all the way through. Right. Um, Someone comes in the room, I'm pausing it. Absolutely. Not because it's inappropriate, because it's, like, G or something. But. Yeah, you can't get distracted, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to be on top. And so uh, I think that's um, a fun thing about it is that it it makes me slow down, right? And... I, I know that a lot of people also, especially in the last couple of years, have developed this relationship with streaming a movie and working at the same time. Like, yes. I can't do that. Like, I, I have to focus in on one thing. Um, and so when I'm working, generally, I'm working. If I'm watching, I'm watching. I'm trying to be invested in that in that thing. Um, so you like watching, like, more of the modern drama? Or mm-hmm. do you, is that's your... Well, I'll do the historical fiction a okay. little bit, but I think sometimes I'm not necessarily... Some of the historical fiction is a little bit over over the top. Right. I think the ones that are closer to, like, documentaries is sort of more my... A little bit mm-hmm. more my speed. Um, I like the more modern, like... I guess they're always romantic comedies. Yeah. I, the ones I watch are romantic comedies. I'm sure they have more serious ones. I've watched a, a serious one before and it's fine. But, yeah. it's, but what I like about it is there's just, again, so much that you pick up around the culture, their habits. Mm-hmm. There's just a million things. It's I would equate it to probably how when America was sort of like infiltrating the rest of the world, utilizing our, our mm-hmm. culture. And everybody thought that we like lived in mansions like on Dallas, mm-hmm. and everyone thought we were like what's that other soap opera? That's kind of oh yeah, uh, Dallas like, soap opera. It's like yeah. some sort of like <laughs> there was another Falcon Crest or something. Okay, and yeah. That we were walking around in like eighties, like all these prom dresses and smacking each other around right. all the time. Like that's who Americans <laughs> were. Right. So I have a little bit of like hesitancy to be like, oh, I understand the Korean culture now because I've watched all these romantic comedies. But there are a lot of things, you know, regarding, like, their respect for elders um, mm-hmm. living with their parents for a long period of time if mm-hmm. they're unmarried. Um, just a million. I, I laughed. There was, like, a show where a little kid came home, and he was, like, his he didn't have a lot of money growing up. And 
he came home and he opened up the rice pot and mm-hmm. it was empty. Like, oh, it's like yeah. in, in America, we'd open the cupboard and it would be empty, but he's opening up the rice pots. So right. All yeah. of those little things. No, I, I think that's awesome. The I, I, too, enjoy the same thing. So I'm more on the historical side of things. I do enjoy that historical uh, aspect of it, and it is, some of it is over the top. Um, <laughs> but the... But the I, fight scenes of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, but I mean, some of that comes back to like old kung fu movies yes, too, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, but the, I do enjoy like the cultural aspect of it, and I think that's again, um, why we're even really talking about this. Why the the Korean wave has taken off. Um, so, do you think that what would you consider the beginning of the Korean wave, or like, can you like think back in time of like where this, or like, is this drama like to you the first beginning of this it? This is the first. That's why I'm. I'm really. Yeah, I mean, I know the like, when K-pop came became mm-hmm. popular, but I was not somebody who was listening, who was taking in, you know, K-pop. And for me, the Korean wave has just been yeah recent. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know who else is into K-pop? I'm not into K-pop, uh, but uh, Jonah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jonah's secretly into K-pop. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, it back up. So, Psy was like one of the beginning of K-pop. That's when like Korean music. Remember yes. uh, Gangnam Style? Like yes, you know him yes, riding the horse yes, and like yes, dancing yes. around. Yes, so, I realize it's been going on. Yeah, I am very. I'm new to this. You're new to it. But the and then Seoul, like Seoul did the Olympics and they had like such a spectacular thing. Yes. Uh, and I think that too helped kind of fuel like they showed off their culture really, really well in that Olympics. And so I think that again, it was like another aspect of their culture that kind of pushed forward. Um, but what's weird about Korean culture is how... Um, how how it hasn't really come out, right? It's been held in for so long. And mm-hmm. so they were referred to as the hermit kingdom forever. They didn't trade. They didn't want anything to happen. Um, and so they kind of like kept all this in. And uh, so then we look at other cultures, Chinese culture or even Japanese culture, we're specifically looking at Asian cultures. And like Japanese, especially like the art, the the decorations, mm-hmm. the the gardens, the house structures, like the um, engineering, all the things have infiltrated the world, or at least American culture, especially. Like, and so it's very interesting to me that why people pick these things, right? Mm. And so one of the things that's drawn me into Korean culture was Hamido, right? And then understanding the Kims and understanding like where these aspects of Hamido came from in hum or in their culture, right? And so they're taking Korean culture and putting it into a martial art and trying to pass that culture on in mindset, in uh, the these morals that we're building and so to me this k-pop wave or this korean wave of information and culture is so fun because now you're seeing all these little elements come out more and more right Mm. does that make sense it does i i'm wondering if because korea has been 
months, and I apologize for my lack of all the historical knowledge that I probably should mm-hmm. have in order to have this conversation mm-hmm. in the way I feel comfortable. But because Korea has been so infiltrated by so many countries mm-hmm. for so long, I have to think that you know emotionally, mentally, you must have this feeling that your stuff is mm-hmm. not good. Right. Right. Because for centuries, people have come and told you mm-hmm. that your stuff that is probably very similar to the stuff that they have, whether mm-hmm. it be Japanese or Russian or Chinese or whoever, mm-hmm. is not as good. Right. right? Is, is less than. Right. Mm-hmm. So with all of that kind of like baggage of centuries, I, I feel like it's probably just within the last however long that the Korean people have felt the you know sense of we feel safe right we feel secure enough mm-hmm. to put our I mean because to export yourself is is a risk and right. it takes courage and it takes you know you know whatever to to, to do that I mean Americans we have a hard time understanding this because we have this like We've never had that, right? right? We, we beat the British and we won and we're the awesomest and we have that kind of whatever. Why would you, right? Why would you not want our crap? Like, right. right? Even if our, like, our stuff was not even half as good as half of their stuff, but we thought it was, we just made them eat McDonald's or whatever we put, right? right. Everyone's got a Subway now or something, right? right? All of this stuff. And versus, you know, when you've been told for centuries that this is not as good, it takes time to kind of come out of that kind of, you know, environment and say, okay, well, no, we're going to take some chances here. We're going to take some risks. And, and they did. And were successful and had success. And I had forgotten about the Olympics. I mean, and, you know, you have these moments where you go, okay, they, they took this. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll take this. Right. And then you sort of build on that. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you've got your whole, you know, ec- economic future is based on your export of Netflix boy shows. bands and Netflix <laughs> shows. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is how it, it's just, but it doesn't, it makes sense to me though, when you've got a country that, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not what they've been told, right. um, that it will, would take some, some time to, to be, um, you know, and, and like with the, with the, you know, with, Japan, you know, I also like historically because of our as a country, you know, um, infiltration of that country and saying that you can't have a military. Well, there's a lot of money when you don't have to spend money on the military, you know, as an economy. So all of these things like it's it's it's, you know, when you start to kind of like peel back the layers, there's just all of this tapestry of like reasons why things take the time that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, for me, when you look at, um, when I look at like romantic comedies or shows from Korea versus China versus Japan, because I can do that now mm-hmm. on Netflix, I'm just, I'm just nothing but an ad for Netflix. You can see all of the subtle differences, even the format wise mm-hmm. and sort of formulaic wise. Yeah. Um, but even the cinematography, you know, the Korean uh, rom coms that I watch are just 
I mean, they're exquisite. They're beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. And the way that their actors present themselves is extremely polished, even though, like, it's very, you know, some of these things are very formulaic. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's always, like, a... There's always a love triangle. There's always, like, there's always these same things. But their acting is just... It's impeccable. I mean, they're just really, really skilled. And it's different um, than, than I think, anything that I have uh, seen before. I think, uh, so first of all, number three is very important to the Koreans. So <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be a part. Um, Whether it's a love triangle abs- or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or three separate them. Like, it's all, it's all there. Separate. Yeah. The, um, so I'm going to flip it just a second. Uh, when I was reading an article the other day and it was talking about a sports figure and who had um, developed this kind of post-sports career, writing books and um, uh, wrote a devotional book that I read that was given years ago, um, Daily Devotional, and so created this character for himself that was this upright Christian man, like I'm a leader. Uh, he helped a lot of people, I'm sure, uh, through his coaching days. Um, but this article was talking about how he's now supporting anti-LGBTQ uh, community and like not not just uh, not just vocally saying like oh I don't support them or I don't support their decisions, but like campaigning or helping raise money to to do away with or whatever the intention is, right? Which is it's a it's a crazy thought, right? Um, and so when I was thinking about us talking about the Korean wave and how we associate with things that we like, there's like a, a moral value, I feel like, with how we choose what we like mm-hmm. to what we like to do. Like I'm wearing the sports team jersey or I'm I support Harvest, so I wear a Harvest shirt or I'm University of Memphis, like you like these things, so you wear it, right? Um, and then as you're interacting with other people, like that's, you show that on you, mm-hmm. right? Um, so in, uh, I'm not trying to go like straight to finger pointing of like, this person's bad and like, you know, and I don't even want to say his name because I don't want to like, you know, get into a situation where this wasn't actually true. But the fact is that people do good and bad things, right? Of course. And we are all people. We want that forgiveness of ourselves. But there's also, like, um, moral compass things where it's not just doing something bad. It's, like, ingrained in you that you're right. you're this way, right? And so you, when you're supporting those things, like, and you find that information out, like, how, what how does that change like your, your compass involved in it? Right. Mm -hmm. And like, do you still wear that or do you give forgiveness to Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, what's funny to me about, or not what's funny, but what's interesting to me about the Korean culture. And, uh, this is someone who has a Japanese inspired sleeve on my arm. Right. Um, is that we, we jumped on Japanese culture so hard and again, there's, you see Japanese culture throughout, uh, whether it be, uh, I have students with, uh, horror movie posters that are made to look like Japanese woodblock prints, um, mm-hmm. on a t-shirt or like 
uh, covered in samurai warriors and like uh, this uh, Japanese warrior spirit, right? Um, but when you see how the Japanese imperialism mm-hmm. affected Korea and like those people, like mm-hmm. like it's kind of hard, right? It's like yeah. a like this past. I mean, it's very. Um, you change your tat. <laughs> black out my arm um I, I did have the thought one day like as a passing thought um but like in my early martial arts career I I was pulling because I visually liked something or I thought that I really appreciated this and I think that there's still elements that can be appreciated throughout right but as I've learned more about the history learned more about the culture learned more about the things then like some of those things start to be valued differently, right? And I find myself pulling back away from other things because that's this like almost moral obligation, right? Because I love this so much, but like this is a part of it, right? Right. And right. so um to me that's been kind of an interesting thought process uh through it. Um well, I think it's, you know, um there especially in the age in which we live if you are paying any attention at all, what we have started to understand in a very fundamental way is that things that we like or things that we do have for a very long time been based on the preferences of the, of the groups that have won. Right. And that have been in power. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you're talking about with Korea... And I think what I was talking about as well is like a perfect example of a country that has lost mm-hmm. and has been, you know, has been put down by multiple groups mm-hmm. over multiple years, right. decades, centuries, long periods of time. And what you start to understand is I, I like this thing over here, right? I liked this song, right? And then I found out the artist is not a good person. Mm-hmm. Do I continue to listen to that song or do I not? Right. And those are really difficult conversations, you know, because what we've started to learn is there's so much that has been done by people who are not like you start to go wow how what can you point to one thing that i like that has not been created by someone who has is is problematic in some right. sort of way and so then we go well we can't and then you we, like what happens is we have this like you know pendulum we swing from one end to the other mm-hmm. but i think what's important mm-hmm. that you're saying and i hopefully that we're saying in this conversation is that it matters that you educate yourself and that you're making an educated decision and a thoughtful decision and the best decision that you possibly can, right? Right. Like, I'm not going to go to you and say, you have to change the sleeve on your arm, you know, that you, (laughs) like, this is, like, that's not... And it's not necessary. And is it's, is it going to change anything? Is it going to move the needle forward? No. But you can speak to it and you mm-hmm. can talk about how you've changed your mind and changed your impressions and changed your your things. I mean, 
I think that the same thing with like, you know, I always say we, we vote with our pocketbook more than we vote with our ballot. Right. You know, there are, you can make fundamental changes by changing your buying habits, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, that's a very privileged position to be in, right? right? To even be able to make those choices. You know, this is the same discussion that when organic food was first out. And I remember watching Martha Stewart and she was like, everyone should eat organic. I'm like, this is like, you are a nonsense lady. Like, not everyone can eat that because right. not everyone can afford that. Right. Not everyone has access to that. And really... Maybe, I guess, Martha Stewart, you should just talk to your people and get them to eat organic so the rest of us can afford it, right? right? If all of you <laughs> in that top 1%, you know, did the right thing, then the rest of us would sort of be, you know, sort of like fundamental. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, when I watch, um, I'm grateful that we live in a time where we can have these discussions and that we live somewhere where we can have these discussions. Mm-hmm. And that we have access to this in a way that we've never had access before. You mm-hmm. know, there was no way that I would have ever been, even if I wanted to watch a, a Korean drama, I would not have had access before. Right. So sometimes I remind myself that when I'm binging my rom-coms and I'm just doing a little bit thing <laughs> for the Korean people with my, with my Netflix watching. <laughs> yeah, so your your support. It's my little support. Yeah, it's my little support. I appreciate that. You know, I think it's again. I think that they're um, they're on this wave. They're they're riding a high of Korean culture right now, and they're getting to experience uh, sharing that with the world. And I think it's cool. I think that a lot of things uh, align with my current kind of moral set and values that I do that I see with the world like we're very um we're very uh in tune with our earth I would say like we like to garden we like to be out and and digging in the dirt and being kind of around our house being in tune with that uh we enjoy this natural element of things and so I think that there's a lot uh that being said in that Korean culture and even in the the past Korean culture mm-hmm. where they came from and so I enjoy seeing that and seeing uh, how that kind of ties back into to my like current life right, right. and their wellness you know when you mm-hmm. think about everything from and I realize that depending on the the affluence of the family will determine how much they sit on the floor but mm-hmm. all of this sitting down getting up that's squatting position you know you i kind of don't think you can go on youtube or or instagram without someone trying to tell you how to do an asian squat it's like this is the the new thing but you know this is this you know this is the same concept around people have these discussions around blue zones and people that live a long healthy life it's it's Mm -hmm. that in their environment, mm-hmm. um, that it is it is healthy in their environments. There are stairs in their environment. They're they are walking. They are biking. They are, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing that sort of like public transport um, that I think is like vital to just being physically well. Right. Um, and I love, you know, getting inspiration from 
other things that they, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whether it be like how they eat and, um, you know, what they're eating and their ability to, um, you know, make even like brushing your teeth seem exciting and interesting. Like, I just think they live, it's like clearly living in the moment, right? Like their breath, <laughs> their little electric t- toothpaste thing that yeah. squirts toothpaste on it. It's not in the vintage. It's uh, not in the, this is what you're missing in the historical dramas. Gotcha. You get all those big hats, but you don't get the uh, you don't get all the gadgets. The big hats, but no gadgets. The big hats, but no gadgets. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you know, it's funny to me just to kind of wrap this up that um, that we've seen uh, Asian influence for so long, and this the culture that we have um i feel like now is becoming something more of an alignment culture and so we see uh why are you wearing that shirt like what's what what do you respect or what are you um supporting in that sense you just like you're saying you we vote with our wallets right so again those things that we do this things that we support are a big part of that and really understanding what your actions or what you're supporting your words do and what that person does or that thing, you know, um, very, very interesting culture right now. Yeah. Is that a high five moment? All right.